Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, what's up? Welcome into the show. Happy Friday. Bill Ryder with you. Steve Berline is a former NFL quarterback, NFL analyst on Twitter, at Steve Berline, and a friend of the show. Steve, happy Friday and good morning. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate it, and I appreciate you guys having me on, like always. So we were just talking about about Jalen Hurts. Obviously led the Eagles to a Super Bowl last year, is at the helm of one of the most dynamic offenses in the NFL, not named the Miami Dolphins, has seven passing touchdowns, five touchdowns uh, on the ground, but has thrown the ball, uh, has turned the ball over seven times this year, Steve. And so we're trying to, from your vantage point, figure out, is he just going through a little bit of a rut? Do you think he's the same player he was last year? Have, have teams figured something out on him from the tape defensively from last season? What do you make of, of Jalen Hurts this season compared to last season? Well, I think it all kind of goes in cycles, Bill. You know, it's one of those things where maybe maybe teams studying the Eagles in the offseason, you know, went back and found some different scenarios and different situations and uh, you know, philosophies defensively that have caused Jalen Hurts and the Eagles problems uh, over the course of last year. And, and maybe it's just a matter of the Eagles trying to figure out the best way to attack it. You know, their problems, I think, are, are minor. Uh, you're talking about a team that lost their first game last year, and or last week, excuse me, and everybody knows that they're not playing their best football, and they're still 5-1. and one. So I'm not worried about the Eagles. I'm not worried about Jalen Hurts. Uh, I think the loss last week uh, to uh, an incredibly uh, talented and I think the best defense in the league in the New York Jets, who, by the way, have caused problems for uh, all the top quarterbacks in the league that they faced, um, Jalen Hurts and Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes combined had three touchdowns against eight interceptions against that Jets defense. So uh, I'm not worried about it. I I think their best football is in front of them. Um, I think Jalen Hurts and the whole Eagles uh, organization will kind of take last week as a a wake-up call, knowing their best football is in front of them. And uh, I'm sure they'll come out and play very well uh, this week against the Miami Dolphins in the biggest game of the week. Yeah, Steve Berlin on the show. It's it's a hell of a game. Who do you um, who do you like in that game, Steve? Who do you uh, who do you give the edge to? I'm taking Philly in this in this one. It's in Philly. If it was in Miami, you know, I'd I'd have a little bit more difficult time coming out and saying that. But uh, the fact that they're back home in Philly, uh, the the big game Sunday night, and all the hype that's going to be around it, or that already is built up around it. Um, I think the Eagles are going to be ready to play. The Dolphins are catching them at the wrong time, I believe, because you know when it, when you embarrass a, a really good team um, like the Eagles, uh, the next week 
you don't want to be that opponent facing them. And I think uh, the Eagles are going to really come out ready to play in this one. And I think they're going to hit Tua a lot more than he He hasn't been hit this year. Uh, I'm really impressed with the, what the Dolphins have done, obviously. Uh, Mike McDaniel has had, has had the, the magic touch uh, all year long. Uh, what he's done and what that team has done and the level of play that Tua has has uh, produced every single week this year has been amazing to watch. But I think they're they're running into a, uh, a very difficult situation in Philadelphia this week, and I see the Eagles uh, taking them down this week. Steve Berline, uh, Mike McDaniel jokingly said he wanted to go through his podium when a reporter asked about whether or not Tua is a system quarterback. Kyle Shanahan didn't love the same question that he got about about. Brock Purdy a few weeks ago. You played QB. When you hear people talk about system quarterback, where does your mind go? What do you make of the notion of of a quarterback being a system QB? Well, you know, it's to me. I think it's uh, it's an easy way to minimize someone else's success. I, I I think that's always the key. You know, for every quarterback. In, in the history of the game, um, they, they've got to be in a system that fits them to have success. Uh, now, obviously, there are a lot of quarterbacks that uh, no matter where you put them, they're going to probably find a way to have success. But most of the great quarterbacks play in the same system for most of their career. So uh, the, the stability and the continuity that goes along with having success over an extended period of time uh, always, you know, it's most of the great quarterbacks played for the same team for most, if not all, of their careers. So uh, they all have the benefit and the luxury of being in the same system uh, for their their most successful years. And uh, I was always very jealous of that because I, I think there were a lot of different offenses I could have had success in. I, I, I feel like I proved it over the course of my career that I could adapt the different kinds of systems. I had my preferences and my favorites and the ones that I thought maybe fit me the best. But, but I think uh, really continuity and, and having the right kind of uh, uh, chemistry with your offensive coordinator and the offensive philosophy that they've got going and having the talent around you, that translates to success. So I think you can make a case that, that almost every quarterback that's had success over the long term uh, has been the product of a, a great system. So I don't put a lot of stock in that. I think it's it's a matter of just having all the pieces come together at the right time and having an offensive coordinator and a philosophy that, that really knows how to emphasize what the quarterback does best and putting him in that position to do what he does best. Steve, you are not the first quarterback to tell me how important consistency is for, for QBs, and I'm, I, I'm sure you will not be the, the last we are six games into Bryce Young's NFL career, and the person that calls his plays is changing. Frank Reich has given up those duties. He's turning it over to the offensive coordinator. It's only six games, but for you, what is your level of concern about Bryce Young, his development, his ability to live up to any expectations that come with being the number one pick in an NFL draft at the quarterback position? Well, my concern is the same as it is for any young quarterback uh, who's in an incredibly difficult situation. Um, you know, the, you, you put uh, Bryce Young, who, you know, physically 
Um, I don't have any doubt that he can play at the NFL level if given the right opportunities and the right uh, tools around him. Um, I love Frank Reich. He's had tremendous success as a play caller in the past. Um, I think it's it's him being a, a stand-up guy and trying to take some of the pressure off of Jalen Hurts uh, by saying, hey, we're not doing a good enough job for you. Uh, let's try to change it up a little bit and see if, if that helps. Um, you know, that, that's a tough situation right now, though, in Carolina and and you're talking about a quarterback who, you know, I, he, I think physically he does have a lot more maturing to do. He looks young out there. Um, you know, I, I think if he's mentally tough enough to, to find a way to fight through these dog days, which a lot of the first pick in the NFL draft go through these things, we can talk about Trevor Lawrence. We can talk about, you know, a lot of guys that struggled their first year or two because they weren't in a great situation. But mentally, you've got to be able to find a way to get through that and not let it affect your overall confidence and your ability to, to play at this level. And I, I think that's going to be the biggest challenge for Bryce Young is whether he can get through the mental part. And obviously, you know, I, I, the only concern I really do have for him is whether physically he can hold up over the long term because he is a really – uh, small guy uh, when you can talk about the uh, the prototypical quarterback that, that uh, lasts a long time in the NFL and has success. Steve, if we were talking about the Cowboys as legitimate Super Bowl contenders, right, or, or NFC Championship game or better contenders, would you buy or, or sell that stock? Um, I, I buy the Cowboys as being a, a top-tier team is as long as they get their quarterback, Dak Prescott, to play big at the big moments. Uh, I've, I've said all along, and you and I have had this conversation before, I'm not convinced that Dak Prescott is that guy yet. And the only reason I say that is because he hasn't done it yet. And, and you could say the same thing. I, I've always said it about Kirk Cousins. The stats are always there. The, the numbers always end up looking good at the end of the year, but you get these particular quarterbacks in the big moment, and they consistently come up short in those situations when their team needs them to step up and play well and get them to that next level. They just, for whatever reason, don't seem to be able to step up and get it done. And a lot of people make excuses for these guys, but I call it as I see it, and I'm like, you know, the, the bottom line is when you have to step up and make a play or play big throughout the course of a game uh, and not cost your team uh, uh, the victory, as Dak Prescott has done several times and as Kirk Cousins has done a bunch of times throughout their careers, you know, you have to get that monkey off your back by stepping up and doing it and getting it done consistently. Uh, I think the Cowboys, if they can get Dak to play at a high level at the big moments, they can play with anybody. But if he makes those bad throws at the key moments or seems to have just a day where he's in a big game, they're not going to be able to take it to the next level. So it always comes back to the quarterback. You know, big game big game quarterbacks step up and play well, and the team needs him to do it. And uh, I'm just not convinced that he's, he's able to do it because he hasn't yet. 
Steve Berline on the show. Steve, you're right. We have had that conversation. We are in total agreement. Uh, we have a pretty big sample size of both of those guys, and maybe hopefully they'll they'll figure it out and they'll change that narrative. We haven't really seen Tua play that long at this level. We haven't seen Trevor Lawrence play in the postseason very much or even at a high level very often. It's I think it's mostly guesswork, but if the Jags continue on this path, if the Dolphins continue on this path, to what degree, your best guess, do you think Tua and or Trevor Lawrence are capable of taking that next step and playing at that level and putting a team on their back when we get to postseason football? Well, you can see it with with Tua and with Trevor Lawrence, the two guys that we're specifically talking about right now. Every time they have a, a, a big game, uh, you see that chest getting a little bit more puffed out. And you see them just stepping up and really just kind of getting that swagger going. And, you know, the Jaguars have won four straight now, and Tua having the year that he's having right now. And even the year that he was having last year prior to, you know, having the, the, the head injuries and the, the big concerns that obviously popped up last year, uh, you know, he's, he, I think he really believes that he can be a top-tier quarterback, and he's, he's proven it now on a pretty consistent basis. Now, as the expectations increase and as you get more in those big moments, that's where the, the you know, the, the, you know, the, the overall review is going to be determined, whether these guys are going to be uh, the quarterback that that franchise has been looking for. Uh, we'll see. But, but if they keep winning and doing well and playing well and getting that confidence up, they're going to find themselves in those situations. And, and then we'll learn a lot more about them the more they get in those situations. Steve Berline, my friend, great stuff as always. Appreciate the insight. Enjoy the games this weekend, and we'll talk to you again very soon. All right, Bill. Take care. Thank you, buddy. Steve Berline on Twitter, at Steve Berline. You can see him sometimes on CBS Sports, CBS Sports Network, longtime former quarterback joining us on the show. So he said something that's really smart and that has me ever so slightly recalibrating my view of the Eagles. He did point out, he's right, the Eagles have not played that well. They have not played it, let me rephrase that, they have not played at the level that they're capable of and, and the level they did last year. And still, he's right, they're 5-1, and one, they keep winning football games, they're there with their record, and so the question with, with Philly is, are they going to shrug that off? And I always give the benefit of doubt to the Chiefs. They're doing the same thing, probably because I've seen that story before. Are they going to shrug off what has felt like lackadaisical play and get back to that level that we expect to be even more dangerous? Or are these signs of some frailty in that 5-1 and one is a little hollow? I don't know, but I'm open to the notion that Steve's right. Maybe Philly's just really, really good, and their ceiling is higher than they've shown us, and they're going to get there. 855-2124-CBS is the phone number. We have an extraordinary buyer-sell. What is buyer-sell like today, Pretty Daddy? I know you like to put a, a little theme to it, a little... A little Moral judgment on it. Let's go with the theme of revenge today, okay. Bill. Wow, it's very dark. It's very you. It's very Tom. Uh, it's a revenge-infused buy-or-sell next year on CBS Sports Radio. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to Writer Than You. How are those Chargers tickets going that Ephraim Salam, former NFL offensive lineman, asked you to get? Efforting. Radio Have you sent an email? Efforting. Have you sent I an email? I told you we're efforting. Uh, on CBS Sports Radio. Why? Don't tell on yourself on national radio. Don't, don't I didn't. Do it. I said I'm efforting. It's a very what vague effort, term. It it's actually, vague. what effort have you put in in your efforting? Thinking about how I'm going to effort it. Let me do the thinking for you. Oh, I did it. Send an email to the Chargers. Dear PR staff, do you have tickets available for former players and media personalities who would like to come to the game and talk about it on the air? Signed, Pretty Daddy. That's one approach. Maybe I'm going with the approach from Aaron Rodgers, manifestation. If I just think hard enough and I want it to happen, the tickets will just fall in my lap. You are a darkness retreat sometimes. <laughs> so much wisdom. Uh, stream the NFL on Westwood One for free, sponsored by AutoZone all season long. You can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on the Odyssey app, get on the zone, AutoZone. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help you find a fix for free. Get in the zone. AutoZone restrictions apply. Let's do buy or sell. What side will Bill take on the biggest issues in the world of sports? It's time for today's edition of Buy or Sell on Writer Than You. I just want you to know if you don't effort these tickets, you're going to be bum of the week three weeks in a row. Manifestation counts, I'm just man. telling you, and bro. And there's no paper trail for manifestation. If I'm thinking about it hard enough, it might happen. It's true. Aaron Rodgers told me it's true. I'm just saying. I got you. <laughs> All right, Bill, let's jump right into it. Raiders quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo will not play on Sunday against your Bears because of a back injury. Jimmy G, of course, leads the NFL with eight interceptions despite only playing in five games thus far. Bill, buy yourself the Raiders regret signing Jimmy G this offseason. I mean, I th- I'm i going to buy. Buy. I think it's very likely they just regret everything about their organization <laughs> right now. From their head coach to their quarterback to the receiver they paid a bunch of money who doesn't want to be there. Maybe they don't regress, regret the city they're in because they can wash away their troubles with the special and unique way that bubbly tastes when you're drinking it from the top floor of a casino. But, yeah, on the football side, absolutely. I was watching Derek Carr yesterday. He wasn't great, but he was okay, right? Buy or sell, you think they missed Derek Carr? Buy. Yeah. And that's, again, that's another Patriots 
It's another Patriots assistant coming in, failing off that coaching tree, changing things in the culture, and making them worse. They wanted Derek Carr. They didn't want Derek Carr at that price of, I think it was about $40 million. This is what quarterbacks cost today. Dak can't win in the postseason. Prescott is going to make $50 million a year next. And the only reason they got Jimmy G for a bit cheaper was because Jimmy G is always hurt. And guess what? Jimmy G is hurt right now. Eight interceptions, five games. By the way, some of that's on his on his head coach. Don't. It's bad enough to hire a retread like Sean Payton and take that risk, or Mike McCarthy. You're going to hire. I hate to call Bill Belichick a retread, but he's going to be soon a retread. Out the assistant of a retread. Dude, Belichick. I mean that that is that is ugly stuff. It's going to take a while for me to get used to that as Bill Belichick being a retread. Yeah, that's probably a little harsh. It's probably, but... It's getting pretty harsh in New England. It's getting pretty harsh in New England. All right, Bill, let's go for the... Oh, my God, the the Bears are going to hire him, aren't they? (laughs) And it's going to be terrible. (laughs) It just hit me like a thunderbolt. Now I know what I'm rooting for for the rest of this season. (laughs) You're a good guy. All right, Bill, let's continue with another struggling team in the NFL. Giants running back Saquon Barkley made it clear yesterday he does not want to be traded. And obviously I've been public about how I feel about this organization and uh, where I want to be. But like I said, um, knowing the business and seeing that side of it, there's a lot of things that I can't control. So um, sitting here, everyone knows how I feel. Everyone knows I don't want to get traded. Bill, the Giants are 1-5 this season, and they are dead last in the league in points per game, 11.8. Saquon, of course, is on just a one-year deal. Buy or sell the Giants should trade Saquon Barkley by the October 31st deadline. Can you push that buy button like four times? Buy. That's buy. There you go. Let's overlap it. Buy. There we do it again. Buy. Does that tell you how I act? Of course. They're a disaster. Saquon Barkley is basically a loner. That is the situation that he's in. They clearly do not want to pay him the money that he wants. We just went through this saga. Let him be somebody else's problem. Send him to a team that's on the cusp of trying to compete that would be willing to give you whatever you can get. A second round pick, a third round, whatever the hell it is. And move on. And if he wants to come back, he can come back next year. Which he doesn't. And he won't. Because you're not going to pay him. All right, Bill. Let's change the vibe here. Let's go from two struggling teams to a team that's doing very well. Chiefs quarterback and reigning MVP Patrick Mahomes is also Kansas City's backup punter this season. Yes, you heard me right. Backup punter. And almost got called upon last week against the Broncos. Kansas City's special teams coordinator said yesterday, quote, he could do it. He shows me all the time out there at practice. That guy, it's unbelievable, end quote. Bill, buy or sell you want to see Patrick Mahomes punt this week? All right, I got, wow, I got, I'm of two minds here. Okay, riddle me this. Don't you think it would be cool to see? But my first thought goes to opposing defenses just going for the leg. Just, here's a chance to take him. We'll take the, the, the penalty it's not a roughing the quarterback penalty. It's not right. It's so I think I have to sell. Sell. I think I think people would just try to take him out. 
it's the, probably their best opportunity that they'll get to do that. You take them out, you take out the Chiefs for the year, you take out the team. Their whole season ended in a flash. Season over. There's no way that Andy Reid would ever put him in that opportunity to have that happen. No way. It's fun to say he's the backup punter. If their punter got hurt and couldn't go, they would put random player X, Y, and Z before they put Patrick Mahomes in that situation. Buy or sell. I'm sorry to put you on the spot. I didn't know. I forgot. Buy or sell, you can name the Chiefs' backup quarterback. I know Henny retired last year. Right. So I'll have to sell. Sell. I forgot, too. It's Blaine Gabbert. Good luck. Yeah, good luck. A great athlete, not exactly a great quarterback. All right, now here's a tough one. I want you to think about this, okay? There's a lot of options. Buy or sell of active current players, so currently competing in any sport, Patrick Mahomes is the coolest among them. Sell. Ready for this? Hit me. I don't even know if he's the coolest NFL quarterback. Who's cooler? I like Joe Burrow, man. I know. Oh, get out of here! His name is Joe Cool. Get out of here! Cooler than Patrick Mahomes. I mean, he dresses pretty well. He dresses well. I need you to win a Super Bowl to be that cool. Steph Curry comes to mind. Shohei Otani kind of comes to mind. Renaissance men, right? Successful, seem super nice. Bryce Harper's pretty cool, and the dude performs when it when it matters the most. He's been fantastic the last is, two years in the playoffs. He's a likable jerk is what he is. I agree. I, I, yeah, I like the guy. Are we missing anybody else? I'm trying to go through all the sports here. I mean, Messi doesn't count. It's not in this country. Well, I guess it is in this country now. I mean, I Messi's the coolest person on earth. Right, right. Then you. Then Ryan Reynolds. All right, clearly the list has Man, gone if straight. you hugged Ryan Reynolds... I, I'm not I don't have the ability to give you a raise, but I would immediately tell our bosses you deserve a raise. And I'm I'm serious. If you had hugged Ryan Reynolds, would you have been arrested? Only like a twelve percent chance. And he'd have to get the police there. Plus the height differential is is so very awkward. I mean he's six two, six three, I'm five seven. It's hey. just it would be very weird. It'd be cute. It'd be very, yeah, yeah, not in his eyes. No context hugging Ryan Reynolds. All right, Bill, let's get to some college football here. Number seven, Penn State at number three, Ohio State kicks off tomorrow at noon Eastern with the Buckeyes as four-and-a-half-point favorites. Penn State head coach James Franklin is just one and eight against Ohio State since he became the Nittany Lions head coach yep. back in 2014. Bill, buy or sell Ohio State covering four-and-a-half points tomorrow. That is the key stat. I do think that Penn State has a special team this year, a team that on the edges is capable of a run to the college football playoff, but they needed this game to be in Happy Valley. You gave the key stat. He has been, Franklin has been owned by the Buckeyes. I will I will um, buy Buy covers. I'm an Iowa kid, right, by, by sort of upbringing. Went to a bunch of Iowa games. Had my heart broken by Ohio State a bunch of times. Even though my wife is from that state and all of her family are, are Ohio State fans, I root against Ohio State in general terms. I would like Penn State to win, and just to make it interesting. I don't think they win. I don't. I certainly. I don't even think they cover. All right, Bill. Aside from Penn State, Ohio State, we have three other ranked matchups tomorrow. Number seventeen, Tennessee, at number eleven, Alabama. 
Number 16, Duke at number four, Florida State. And finally, number 14, Utah at number 18. It still feels weird to say that. Number 18, USC. However, Bill, USC is actually favored despite having the worst ranking because they are at home. Buy or sell you like any of these upsets in the games I just mentioned. All right, give them to me again slowly. I'm process. Number 17, Tennessee at number 11, Alabama. Nope. Number 16, Duke at number four, Florida State. Nope. And then you got number 14, Utah, who is actually the underdog at number 18, USC. Bye. Bye. That's an interesting game, right? Physical, defensive Utah team against a USC team that's great, except last week, offensively, but doesn't believe in defense. One of their core, one of their four core pillars <laughs> is bleep defense. No, no, no. Lincoln Riley told bleep me just the last D. week. He told me last week the media created that narrative. Bleep the D and bleep the media. The two best-selling shirts at the USC team store. Yeah, I mean, they kind of believe that. They did suspend a media member earlier this season as well. Steve Berline made a really interesting point about the Eagles that I think could apply to Caleb Williams. He said, watch out when you embarrass a great football team, how they respond. I think it'll be very telling how Caleb Williams in his uh, 12 and a half shoe size. By the way, you don't need to tell me his 12. Come on, man. I know what you're saying. Cool. Uh, Everyone wants to be in these shoes. Yes, that's true. Uh, I, I think it'll be very interesting to see how Caleb Williams responds. And I think he'll I think he'll play extraordinarily well. Long ball. Let's get to some playoff baseball Long here, Bill. Ball. The Astros have tied up the ALCS at two games apiece with their 10-3 win over the Rangers last night. After losing two home games to start the series, Houston won both games in Arlington so far with game five there again tonight. Buy or sell the Astros are proving they're better than the Rangers. <sighs> I'm a sell. Sell. It's early. Mm. Buy or sell, you enjoyed writing and reading the baseball question. Buy. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because I actually, this is one where I tried to paint my narrative here. I think the Astros are the better baseball team, yeah, and now they are proving it. This is one where you tried to paint your yeah, narrative? You know, as this a, is one of, you know, well, I wrote seven, so this is one of seven where I tried to paint my narrative. to the last 700 questions that you have put on buy or sell? Yeah, and I think maybe we got one more here. Okay, hit me. All right, let's go head over to the National League. Bill, the Phillies only lost for the second time this postseason last night as the Diamondbacks won in walk-off fashion 2-1 to one in Game 3 of the NLCS. It was the first time the Phillies failed to score at least three runs in a game in these playoffs. Game 4 is in Arizona tonight. Buy or sell, you're still confident in the Phillies reaching the World Series. Let me come on, buy. Buy. How do I sell that question? You could say that the Diamondbacks have momentum. They're playing another home game, and they're going to tie up the series tonight. Dude, the energy you bring to dancing when you're when you're proud of yourself. Friday bring, is a vibe, man. Friday you dance is a, up to Ryan Reynolds and you hug him. You do a little dance. You're moving your shoulders. I only saw Ryan on Friday Jr. If I saw him on Friday, it's totally different. Why don't you be like, what's up, Ryan? Like, hit like, Ryan, Ryan, what's up, bro? And just, like, build a little repertoire. So, come so here. that Come here. Hug. Don't come do here. the come here hug. Come here. Don't come here, hug him yet. You built so finally he's used to see. Like, and he's like, "Hey, hey, it's you." And then you just hug him. You got a little repertoire. A it's togetherness. weird too. Like, I got to go for the hug. I had my backpack on. Like, it's it's weird. It's weird. Plus, I'm just awkward in general. Yeah, lean into that. I feel like I do, and people think I'm awkward. Um, how many times have you been bum of the week this year? Three, Tom. 
three, three times. I think nominated every week except for two. And no, uh, that's not true. We're almost in November. You have not been nominated every. You've been not. You haven't been nominated a month. That's not true. I have records. That's definitely not true. How many times have I been bum of the week? Twice. Twice. I'm still leader in the clubhouse. One of us may be bum of the week, and it's not me. We'll figure. We'll get into that after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Andrew Bogus. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Welcome back into Writer Than You. Here on CBS Sports Radio. Hello, Tommy. Oh, hey there, Bill. Hey, bud. Any big weekend plans? This is the first weekend in, I think, about a month where we have nothing on the calendar. That sounds amazing. I couldn't be more excited. I've got two soccer games... Of Henry's, I've got some work stuff. I am excited about Dolphins Eagles. That's that's not just the best game of the weekend. That's one of the best games of the year, and it's in a prime time slot. Sunday yeah. night football. Like usually, we don't get these in the prime time spot. I am I am very excited. It's by far the best game of the week. I know we got Lions Ravens as well. But Dolphins Eagles trumps that. I gotta say something I don't want to say on the air. I gotta um I have to bring some candor to somebody that I really like from a distance. That Al Michaels play by play yesterday, especially on the, the game. I don't know if you saw it, if you noticed this, because I know you were rooting for sleep. The game winning play, what turned out to be the game winning drive for the Jags, when Christian Kirk got the ball and then just basically hoofed it for a for a, for a, what was the go ahead and eventual game winning touchdown. Al Michaels started, and I have Kirk on my fantasy team, so I was like doubly excited, right? Because it's a game-changing play, and I think I get all the points. And they're flashing touchdown, but Al Michaels keeps saying, out of the one, out of the one. And, and it's a new, Amazon's a new broadcasting operation. I think they do a good job, but it's as conceivable that the people who are doing the graphics got it wrong as Al Michaels. And It was an interesting moment when it turned out, they showed the replay, clearly Clearly a touchdown, not out of the one. I'm not trying. I know people make mistakes all the time. It's just Al Michaels has lost a little bit on his fastball. I think it's become a little evident. He's not as enthusiastic as he used to be. He's very disgruntled in terms of if it's not a great game right from the start. He loses that energy. And my biggest beef with Al Michaels, I know he's a legend. I know he's a Hall of Famer. He's bringing Kirk Herbstreet down, who is absolutely phenomenal on Saturdays for the four-letter network call in college football. I love him, and he's, he's bringing great. him down. I didn't think he'd be good at this, or I should say I thought it was very possible that he would not be good at this because we've seen so many people in the broadcast booth fail on Monday Night Football. This is the equivalent, right? It's the national game of the, of the night. I'm with you. All right. I feel bad about it because I, li- I don't know the guy. I like the guy from a distance, not an easy job. You know, legend of the uh, of the business, but sometimes it's just time to ride off into that sunset, or, in this case, to crown somebody bum of the week. 
the bomb this week let's find out on writer than you on cbs sports radio all right you're nominated for two reasons first of all come on man now nah, you're nominated again how long you've been nominated in two months feeling sorry for yourself two months is definitely an exaggeration it has been at least four weeks shame on me it's a combo nomination i know you think it's funny that that you're supposed to do something, and then you keep bringing it up that you're not going to do it, but it's not funny. It drives me absolutely bat bleep crazy. You told Ephraim you're going to try to get Chargers tickets. I don't care if you're you're the one that said you're going to do it. You said you said you're efforting it. You said you're doing it. You're efforting it. All you had to say was I'm not doing it, but you didn't say that. To be fair, I didn't say that to Ephraim. I didn't even get out a word to Ephraim because he said some words I can't say on the radio, and I was he intimidated. asked me on the air, and I said that you said you were going to try, and he said okay. And but then he also, heckled me via text message. Good. That's what you do to bums of the weak candidates. <laughs> but mostly for you nominating Sh- Shane Beamer, the South Carolina coach. Get over it. He kicked something out of passion. I love it. You're allowed to have passion. I love You're it. You're allowed to be I love frustrated. It. You're the head coach your of a big-time college Break football program. Pick something where you're not going to break a bone in your foot, and then you got to answer questions about it the next day. I'm with you, Beamer. I got you, buddy. Gamecocks, let's go. Also this, how about this? You beat Florida at home, and then you don't have to kick anything. Win a big game. Your bum of the week nominee for not for not leaning into passion. Yours to get the tickets or Beamers. Nick Saban ever broke a bone kicking something? Shane Screamer. <laughs> Pretty good. If you have to address questions. You're nominated. If you have to address questions the next day, shame on you. Yeah, there's shame to go around. You're, you know what? It's your general stubbornness dog with a bone. That's what it is. I don't know what you're talking about. Micah Parsons is nominated for saying the Eagles and Niners don't get criticized as much as the Cowboys do. They made the NFC Championship game last year, bro. Nobody's criticizing these guys for failing in the playoffs. Yeah, because they didn't fail in the playoffs, Micah. Nobody's saying these guys can't make it to a Super Bowl or an NFC Championship game. That's because they did make it to that level, Micah. You and Micah driving me crazy right now. I, I, I don't understand. I want to kick something and break my foot. Just I gotta, mean, James. You just got to be smart. How dare they say the Eagles are better making the Super Bowl in the last year than we are. This is ridiculous. I'm Micah Parsons. Come on, man. Come on, man. Uh, James Harden. Do I have to give the reasons? Just James Harden. <laughs> We're good. Go We're good. show up for work. Show up for your job you opted into. Hey, Spike, uh, I'm going to opt into my last year of my radio job. I don't want to come to work. I'm efforting those tickets harder than James Harden uh, is, is playing for the 76ers. So you got to give me that. You're about to make yourself up. You're nominated. <laughs> you want to win? No. Um... I guess you can nominate Dabo for calling Clemson fans bandwagon fans. I think the more nomination is just him losing his grip on that program to a, to a certain degree. And Brandon Staley is an easy nominee, but he's just, I mean, if you're the bum every week, can you be the bum of the week? <laughs> I mean, I made up the rule, the, the award. I guess I can make up the rules. Can if he win the bum, a close game? Can he, can he pick a, the right time to go for it on fourth down and not go? It's always wrong every time. I'm gonna I'm gonna nominate uh, Adrian Griffin early on. I think 
you got to manage your your assistant coach. Terry Stotts is a well-respected guy. He's not an egomaniac. He is a proud guy, right? There's a way to the first time that happens, you do it in private. You don't call somebody out in public the first that early in the tenure. Any, but you're an expert, you know. Like calls to like. Anybody else you want to nominate there, Tommy? Uh, yeah, I'm going to put uh, former Syracuse head coach Jim Beheim in there for joining the media oh, this week after he okay. made a career out of picking fights with the media okay. and being disgruntled with the media. Yeah. Oh, the irony of Jim Beheim now in this business. Yeah. I mean, if he wanted to be Jim Bumheim. Ooh, that's yeah. a reason for him to win right there. Nah, you're a reason for somebody to win right there. You're such a stubborn guy. Your poor wife, man. She really is a saint. You know you should give her on, on Valentine's Day, and I'm being serious? Just apologies you over the year. Just a laundry now, list of apologies. Now that I say that out loud, I certainly should do that for my wife. I better get started. All right. For opting into a $35 million deal that you didn't want to be a part of. For wanting to get paid but not play. For sabotaging an organization that you forced your way to after you forced your way to another one. After you forced your way to another one. For being in Houston when you should be with your team. For making life miserable for Daryl Morey. For calling him a liar. For being, I think, to a certain degree, a basketball coward. James Harden, you're the bum of the week, bro. That's your bomb of the week. I detest you! On Lighter Than You. I mean, I'm just telling you how lucky, my mood right now, how lucky you are. Harden is in the universe doing what he does. Shane Beamer was a close Give me a break, dude. I like the passion. You can have passion. You can be frustrated. You can be upset. Out of control. Be a little different. Have a little bit of separation between you and the 18, 19, 20-year-olds you coach. Don't be kicking things that break in your foot. Kick stuff. And if you break your foot, that's a bummer. Nobody (laughs) wants that. I like like that he cares. How many of these coaches secretly are, you know, oh, man, and then just get in their Beamers, drive home to their mansions and their, you know, second wives or whatever the hell's going on, and just like, oh, it's cool. Let's play Xbox. My life's great. Let's open a Chateau de Pop 1956. You know what I'm saying? How many of these phonies out there are like, we're going to get them next time, guys, and then they go home and they watch The Princess Bride or something eating caviar out of a can. Losers. Princess Bride eating caviar. Wow. I mean, I'm just telling you, I've been around some of these coaches. Some of them are like, oh, yeah, we're going to do it. How many of these guys are pretending to be, you know, Russell Crowe and Gladiator? What's his name? Kicked out of Hollywood when he's the Scottish guy, you know, Braveheart, but are actually at home just being highfalutin rich guy. Not really caring. Give me, what's that? Mel Mel Gibson. Gibson. (laughs) Give me some passion, baby. I'm serious. Give me, I want people to care. Give me some passion. So am I starting to kick things and punch things in the control room here in the studio? I don't know, man. You've internalized a lot. It might be dangerous. <laughs> it, might be, it might be real hey, worrisome. you know, if I break a bone, so be it. Apparently that's... that's... Yeah, if, if, if something goes badly, right? I'm trying to think, you know, if, if, if we book Steph Curry and the phone line crashes and we can't get him on, it's a disaster, and you feel terrible, and you, you kick something out of frustration, you break your foot, I'm not going to be like, you're a loser. I'm going to say, hey, man, I'm sorry you broke your foot. That, are you okay? Can I bring you some chicken noodle soup? Are you all right? Can we help you? I love your passion. If that scenario happens, that's best-case scenario that I only break right. a bone. Do you see what I'm saying? That's a horrible situation. Caring. It matters, you know? Unbelievable. Nominating Shane Beamer for giving a you-know-what. Maybe you should give it. You know what? Shame on you, Tommy. Shame on you, pretty daddy. 
Go give somebody a no-context hug. Redeem yourself. Uh, the rest of you, have a wonderful weekend. We appreciate you. Pretty Daddy does. I do. Uh, thank you to Steve Berline. We'll see you back here Monday on Rider Than You. I'm Bill Ryder. Thank you for listening here on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 